have future wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. If I don't get the first leg warrant, I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another big edition of the Two Units podcast. We've got a huge show today. We've got all of our big segments back. We've got Pack Your Nags, Footy's Fodder, The Salt and Supper. We've got Salt Specs, tips across four states, including the final Group 1 of the season up there at Eagle Farm. And then we round out the show, as always, with our two units, our best bets from around Australia. My name's Nick Foote. Joining me is my great friend, Dave Strelaw, the Sultan. Salts, how are you, mate? Footy, nice to be here, listeners. Thanks for joining us again. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting stuck into this show. I was just saying before... Um, we sort of didn't have much, and then it's all come together. And even it's the middle of winter, and we've got another boomer. So the the two units boys just keep going strong, don't they? <laughs> Those production meetings are fire, aren't they? They are very little, good. Yes, little kombucha today in the production meeting, and a little yeah, coffee. It's yeah, been nice. been solid. Oh, let's rip into it, eh, mate? Straight off the top, we got some pretty big news actually. This is, so isn't it? Uh, we've got the announcement salts of the two units podcast handicap that's going to jump at Sandown Hillside in two weeks' time. So one of the greatest name races of all time, Salts. We're looking forward to uh, supporting a race out there at Sandown Hillside. Yeah, and we've got our fingers and toes crossed that we're going to be able to go. Mate, that got me thinking as well, the two units podcast handicap. Like, what a great name. It's up there with some of the great name races in the world. Like, you've got the Ark, the Cox Plate, Two Units Podcast Handicap, the Epsom Derby. You've got the Group 1 Colgate Optic White Stakes <laughs> over the mile at Randwick. Mill Winks had an absolute mortgage on that, but I'm not sure the Colgate Optic White Stakes goes down in, in history as some of the great name races. No, nothing on us, but I do have actual... A bit of a jet set of white teeth without having, having any <laughs> braces, mate. So I've got a bit of a smile that can... Uh, turn anyone i reckon <laughs> it took two minutes 23 into the show <laughs> he's gone for himself <laughs> he's, pu- he's pulled the shillelagh on himself early <laughs> i'm coming in hot mate yeah very good but mate that's that's big for us we're gonna look forward to that we'll talk yeah. more about it next week though. yeah of course yeah. um yeah but just just an early one to our listeners if we get back on track the the 7th of july wednesday sandown hillside's gonna be the place to be giddy up uh, let's head into footies fodder, mate. Um, just while you were talking about the uh, Colgate Optic White Stakes, got me thinking on the topic of names, just more based around the horses, and that's aptly named horses. And I've come up in footies fodder this week, Salts, with another podium. Is this podium going to go less than 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I promise I won't talk about Siren Fork for 24 minutes. <laughs> mate, I've... I, I dug pretty deep into this to look for just some, you know, I like a mixture of, of funny, but also we need clever as well. Yeah, when naming horses, yeah. Looking into the progeny, all yep. those sorts of things. So um, the first one I, I want to I mention, I've got a few honorable mentions before I hit my podium and Horsey McHorseface, one of, <laughs> one of our favorites. Um, he gets an honorable mention, uh, good group of owners that <laughs> come up with that one, Connections. Uh, the Stiffmeister racing up there in Queensland at the moment. That is, isn't it out of like someone's hot mama or something <laughs> like that? Yeah, it is. yeah. I, I forget the progeny there. Mm, be it the Stiffmeister. <laughs> I can taste the bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. <laughs> um, 
Another honourable mention salts has to go to Palmy, who's racing with the Elton Zara team and aptly named as a daughter of Snitzel. So uh, Palmy's a good one as well. That's not bad. Is it Palmy in Tasmania? Uh, yeah, we always roll with Palmy yeah, in okay. Tas. Well, I'm Victorian. It's it's a real Palmer. Yeah, it's a good debate. That isn't it? It is. It? Palmy it? V. It is. Palmer. Anyway. Another another one I like the uh, I like the progeny here salts is uh, this one's out of Needs Further and Born to Shop and it's called Chadston so yeah, not <laughs> big bad. shopping complex uh, yeah didn't mind that one as well I I think they missed a trick here because they could have it was Born to Shop they could have actually called it Taralgan Centre Park <laughs> <laughs> beautiful little town in. Uh, in West Gippsland or Central Gippsland there. Um, real sort of high-end design, like lots of Armani and sort of Gucci going on in Terrelgan. So yeah. shout out to our listeners in Terrelgan. <laughs> anyway, enough of the honourable mention salts. It's time to hook into the podium. And coming in third, uh, third place, all podiums we build up salts, remember? Third to first. Right. Uh, <laughs> this one's out of All Too Hard and Love Shuttle. And it's called Beat Test. And for those that... Feared that in high school. Uh, I just thought that was really, really a nice and happily yeah. named horse there, Salts. Well, I certainly didn't fear it in high school. I've known one since I was 17, but <laughs> I remember I, I, I was having an off day if I didn't break 15. <laughs> <laughs> you, you run, mate. What's your best yeah, on the I beat think test? I'm high 15. So yeah, aerobic, that's nice. Yeah, bigger aerobic capacity, Salts. Yeah, but the, name don't, a, don't get me on the 20-meter sprint, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm the QE tool. Name <laughs> a podcast with a higher VO2 max. Oh, wait. <laughs> Oh, Unless Steve Modigini and Lance Armstrong <laughs> create a podcast, <laughs> oh wait, yeah, good dart. <laughs> hey, uh, second, second on the podium. Uh, this one is a is a horse from over in the UK in the in the early noughties, and it's out of Pursuit of Love, My Discovery, and it's called G Spot. <laughs> yes, very well named that one. Um, it's not like me to make anything about myself again, but I'm not going to lie here, mate. G Spot, I've actually. I've actually got the coordinates of that punched into my GPS, mate. I think I might know where it is. <laughs> That's shocking. Mate, but... Jeez. <laughs> moving on to first. And this this one here looks pretty innocent on paper. And uh, this is uh, some vintage North American horse racing, this one. Um, and this, this was running... Uh, this is 30 years ago, this one, but... Uh, it's a horse called uh, Hoof-Hearted and it might be pronounced a little bit different in the States but I'm just going to sling some audio your way here, Salts. Colorado Coet, toast a dozen on the inside, Questers Jet, Hoof-Hearted, Hoof-Hearted on the outside, it's close! Hoof-Hearted in the winner's circle. Now there's a question best left unanswered as we say, see you later to our four-legged friend. <laughs> That's good. That is good, mate. I'm going to level with you. When you put that in the run sheet, I read it and I'm like, what? Why is this even in there? And then now I've heard that. Now I know what it's Yeah, says. the commentary is a 10, mate. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, who farted in the. In the I've room? actually I've shared a, a bedroom with you, you know, as mates. Oh, after, after you had some garlic bread, I think it could have been you. Oh, no, nah, mate. That's too good. <laughs> All right, mate. This brings me to something. I'm, I'm joining in on footy spotter here, bringing some goods to the table. Mm. Because footy during the week hit our group chat with some Macca's menu <laughs> betting. He yeah. said, boys, I've got some mail on the next item to leave the menu at Macca's. The omelette wrap is overs at $6. <laughs> now, I've never had the omelette wrap, so it could be on its way out. But then 
we had some good discussion around this and and um, a few of the boys were throwing up some things that sort of rattled us a bit. One of our mates at Kirby Orman, he says, the McFlurry is done. It's overpriced and overrated. I'll have my two units on McFlurry at 26. That is... Get real! <laughs> Mate, McFlurries are the goat. <laughs> oh, you mix the Oreos and the M&M and... That's too good. It's a good vessel too, the cardboard. You can mix it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly right. It's twenty. It should be a hundred and twenty-six. Don't, don't don't put that down as a tip, though, listeners. The omelette wrap at six nah. because my, with the Archie Ball prize. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. I'm not running well in the novelty markets yep. at the moment. Uh, but yeah, thanks. If you got any Macca's mail? Hit us up because I reckon <laughs> chicken salt shaker fries is unders at a dollar thirty. Yeah, it's too short. It's eating <laughs> up too much of the market. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, let's move on. We've had enough fun. It's time to get into uh, the second edition of our Pack Your Nags segment, Salts. And this is where we just basically send things packing that we're not happy with in racing uh, or in the world in general yeah. over the last seven days. And, and you're going to kick us off first. I will. And I'll, I'll preface this by saying I'm not going to go too hard here because we have just spent a week emailing the MRC organising a sponsorship <laughs> program. <laughs> so I might sort of back off a bit mm. people at the MRC and thanks for the people involved with the sponsorship. But it is an interesting one. No crowds at Caulfield this week. Now, when I first heard it, I thought, oh, what's another inconsistency? Crowds everywhere and not at the races. Like, it's outdoors. You don't have to wear your mask outdoors or anything like that. But I think they've chosen not to have crowds. It sort of makes makes you scratch your head a little bit. But I guess on the other hand, they get information given to them pretty late. But, you know, 1,000 owners was okay Cox Plate Day during a hard lockdown. So... There should have been crowds for weeks now, particularly in the country. So, you know, I would have thought they would jump at the chance to at least fire up a, a sausage sizzle or something like that. So, yeah, yep. it would have been good to see some crowds. There wouldn't have been many people there anyway. Yeah, I think getting connections back to the races yeah, is really important. Course. And also people that pay memberships. Like, I'm a VRC member. and Yeah, if you're donating money. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, but I... I'm sure those racing clubs will look after their, their members in the years years to come. Yeah, so, so. Yep. Hey, mate, there's something that I want to send packing this this uh week and we might have opposing views on this but racing queensland pushing for more races to be upgraded to group one status next year so these races that are mentioned include the hollandale and the q22 but i just think how can we how can we justify this salt so the fields that have been rolled out in this carnival have been pretty average at best and we've got so many group ones in australia at the moment i don't think we have enough quality gallopers to um to field these group ones and particularly this time of year and that queensland carnival those group ones become more of an afterthought than anything and horses chasing those group ones from from sydney so i want to send you know racing queensland pack and of course they want to get more group ones in their state but we don't need any more in australia salts yeah i think the q22 like that's a new race that yeah. need you need to build well, the Everest like 11. and the All-Star Mile still aren't group ones. Yeah. And the Q22. It's different the way they are because of, they're not like they're specific weight for age races. They're like special condition races, which can't be group one. But this one is just a weight for age race. But it needs to build up a a sort of body of work. And yeah. that's that's what I think about the Hollandale. Because we covered the Hollandale on this show this year. And I said that is in the current climate at weight for age in Australia. That is a group one race. That mm. is better than several group one races that have been raced this year. But... It didn't run the year prior, but the but the years before that, you're looking at things like Lifeless Ordinary and a few other horses like in the early 2010s that I actually hadn't even heard of. So 
if that can keep that field up, I'd, I'd argue yes, give it Group One status. But you do, I reckon you need to build a body of work. Yeah. Just like they don't sack something from Group One to Group Two off a couple of bad years; it's a few in a row. So yeah, I, I can't completely disagree, mate. It's a real earn your stripes sort of setup, salt. So yeah, I don't, really, I don't mind it. I like that. Good stuff. Hey, that's our uh, pack and egg segment, and moving into the Sultans' supper this week. This is an opportunity where Salts and I. Uh, get to invite great performances from the last seven days to to sit down and have supper with with Salts and I, and and it's a pretty pretty slim pickings at the yeah, su- supper a, this week. It's a select dinner this week because it's it's the middle of winter, so I thought I'll really lash out and get some some rack of lamb, and I don't want to spend too much. <laughs> I'll get a nice Shiraz, but we we have chucked a lot of apprentices in the Salt and Supper lately, haven't we? But yeah, one of the be- I think the best story of the year, or it actually like moved me watching it live i don't know if it's because i actually backed it and i'm so happy that this thing won or the the tiani chapman the four kilo claimer that wrote her first winner at just start number three at geelong on last friday on typhoon harmony mm. it was just awesome like it was held up like the horse was was better than him but it won and in in the interview peter galagotis was getting emotional because he's her boss and and she got emotionally interviewed and it was just it was awesome, awesome television and an awesome interview, and it just made you feel good. And and Tiani seems like a, um, yeah, you know, it's hard to tell from an interview, but she seems like quite an upbeat and, yeah. and a happy young lady. Yeah, so, for sure. and she looks like she has a really, really bright future. And Peter has a big opinion of her. So, welcome to racing, Tiani. And it's not going to be her last. And she even rode Nudge Bar at Moi on Thursday for her second winner. So. What a flying start to her career and, and looking forward to backing a few more winners with her on board. Yeah, good start. And I, I reckon not just with Diani, but we've also got to invite Peter Galagotis too for giving, giving her the opportunity um, to, to ride in, in, yeah. in town. You know, those yeah, exactly four right. kilo claimers don't get many chances. Yeah, so and a lot of owners might not be keen to, to yeah. engage them. So... Absolutely. Yeah, she found a bit of trouble too, didn't she? She was sort she of was weaving zig- off she heels. She was zigging and zagging. I was crapping <laughs> yeah, myself. Cuts up the straight. Yeah, that nah, was good, wasn't it? Yeah, nice, mate. Hey, uh, it's time to get into some of the racing analysis and the serious part of the show, Salt. So we're going to go to a short break and we're going to be back in a moment with Salt Specs. Top Sport is bringing you something that's better than the best and better than the rest. It's best of the best multis. Your top odds are guaranteed. Just place a best of the best multi across any Saturday Metro meeting to score yourself the top fluck or top dividend from the three national totes on each leg. How's that for top dollar? Download the app today and bet your way. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Best of the best not available WA races. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back, listeners. It's time for Salt's Specs, proudly brought to you by our great mates there at Top Sport. Today, we're going to take a look at four tracks. We're going to go head to Randwick, Caulfield, Morfittville, and up there at Eagle Farm, of course, where there's Group 1 racing. Uh, Salts, we're going to kick things off at Randwick today, mate. Yeah, and look, it's the middle of winter, mate, but this is a bludger of a card. Uh, you, you expect to get these uh, this time of year. There's going to be one on the Kenzo a bit later, but... I'm not very confident there at all. I'm going to have two smaller plays and one one bet that I actually like. So I'll go through those. I'm expecting them to be off the rail and, and running on there as the day progresses. So I think if you're leading later on in the card, I think that's going to be a negative and, and you want to be off that rail. Mm-hmm. Race one, three-year-old benchmark 72 over the 1,300. Mate, have a go at this market. It's like seven bucks a field. So obviously the race is very open. 
I think one worth an, a little nibble, a half unit nibble is Salik. Now she has fresh form and, and went for a let up after a very high rating win that came on soft seven. There's stacks and stacks of speed in this race. I think those settling on pace might might overdo it. Now she's first up here off a bit of a soft trial. She's versatile. I suggest from this wide gate, this stable rider for cover, but I think something's going to run on this race. And I, I, I think it's not a bad horse, only off a 10-week let-up. So I think I'm going to nibble Salik there in the first. Yeah, cool. And you're getting 11 bucks and three fifty around Salik uh, there. So, so a nice little nice little price to play at early in the card at Randwick. So it's, yep. you've got something for us here, race five as well. That's a benchmark 72 over the mile. Yeah, another open race. I think Knight is some value. Now, he improved significantly second up, and he was just nabbed on the line late. Now, he appeared a little dare at the end of that 1,400, and that was on a heavy track. Going to be about a soft seven, heavy eight there. Won't improve heaps. The rise in triple suit off that, and he does press forward, and I think he's a bit of a grinder, so it looks like a genuine tempo. So, tempo. so sitting up on top of that and rolling on top of it is to his advantage. You can get double figures about him. 10 bucks, so I'll have just half a unit on him. Not overly confident, but I think he runs a race. Yeah, nice. 100% third up record too there for Night Salt, so good good shopping. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, uh, race eight at Randwick is a benchmark 78 over the 1,400. Yeah, on an each-way basis, I think this is the best play at Randwick in terms of just – I'll just stake Ulysses each way and stake the place just to get my – my money back if it places and doesn't win but he did everything that you want to see first up from a horse that's stepping up in trip second up 12 to 1400 is really a a rise in trip that i enjoy following now he jumped well last start soft seven at Randwick, but he was taken back from the gate ran home in a slick last 600 race fastest but his four to 200 was really strong, was actually the second fastest of the entire meet. Mm-hmm. He remained strong over his last 200, but just peaked the shade in that last 50. So to come on from a run, it's almost the ideal run to mm. progress second up. Yep. Now he's a horse that has second up form. He ran fast time second up last prep winning. I think he's drawn a perfect gate to hold a position. He's led in the past, so he can hold a position and most likely off the fence. And he's six and two, mm-hmm. and I'll play him for a unit each way. Excellent. So that's Ulysses in race number eight. Hey, heading over to Morfittville here, Salts. So you've got one tip at Morfittville, and it comes in race six, which is a benchmark 78 over our favourite distance of 2,032 metres. Yeah, they really ripped some weird distances. I think it was 2,042 one other time there. Yeah. Anyway, I'm on does it here. Now, back in trip last start was against, and he was super fine in the line against quite a significant inside bias that day. So back to the course proper for him is a major plus. He's drawn soft. He, he doesn't get used up early. He'll sit off midfield, but he's going well, and I do like him as a horse, and I think the way he found the line last start, back to the course proper, he is bursting to win, and I think he's not a bad horse, does it? Yep, and he's at $4.20 on top sport too. I've also got a tip in this race, actually, Salt. So yeah. I, I went in and I was like, I'm going to preview this race, and it's the only one at Morfittville you've got a tip for. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually like Laurent in this race or Lorente, it's from the uh, Ma Eustace stable. So been racing in good form and 
that's not surprising at all over this sort of distance being from the Ma Eustace stable. So uh, crosses the border to a 78 here and drops four and a half kilos from last last start. So heavy's fine, handles all ground. I'm, I'm pretty keen to play it around $8.250 on an each way basis there, mate. Not bad, mate. Have you got another one at Morfittville? Yeah, I do. I got one a bit later in the card in race seven, uh, a bit of value as well. So it's... it's uh, it's not quite in my one by three play. It's just a very small play, so it's not my best value. But uh, <laughs> there's a horse here called Carrack. So uh, third up here and presents a bit of value in a race with no standout winners, to be fair. Um, was slow away last start and was pinching runs on the rail, but finished off solid enough. And I think we'll appreciate the rise up to the mile. So absolutely love some giving the ground and should get it here. So I'm keen to play around the 26 bucks and, and six bucks each nice. way. Bit of a roughie, mate. Have I ever told you you're a funny guy? <laughs> you crack me up. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So that's uh, that's our Morfittville specs, salty boy. So let's uh, let's head to Caulfield, which is um, a pretty nice pretty nice card. I do like guys. this card. Yeah, yes, it's, it's not bad. So uh, what's the what's the track looking like, mate, on the weekend? Yeah, mate, it's had a good rest, and the rail moves from 3 metres to 12 metres. Now, Mark Zara was blowing up about this, and he was flat at the rail placement for a couple of reasons. One, the smaller field sizes, and two, saying he thinks it might be lead and win. Now, generally, on a bit of a softer track there with the rail out, they actually can come off the fence. So most of my plays here are sort of blending in forward to midfield, either one-off or have the potential to lead. There's only light winds, but they are westerly as well, which is is an advantage to be one off the fence there. Won't have that much of an impact, but I'm not I'm not sure it's going to be mad leaders. So there are two races, races four and seven. I'm going to wait to see if they can swoop, but uh, I've got a few plays throughout the car. We're going to go through here, mate. Yeah, cool. I think it was actually our, our great man, uh, our good dreadlock mate, uh, Simon Zara too. I've called him up. Mark Zara. Yeah. Isn't that the jockey? Yeah. <laughs> You've jocked him. <laughs> Absolutely jocked him. Yeah, yeah. Have. He's a good friend of ours, Simon. We'll, yes, uh, he is. We'll uh, be seeing him uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, three in alert. Yeah. All right, you kick it off, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. I've got one early in the card. Uh, in It's a two-year-old handicap uh, in race one there over the 1100. And speaking of Simon Zara, uh, it's a horse from his camp. So... Vivian at eight dollars. Oh, sorry, at six dollars fifty. I wish I was getting eight dollars <laughs> fifty. Um, it's not the worst two-year-old race salts to kick off the card. There's there's some form coming from all yeah, over the some shop. Nice ones so, returning. Yeah, um, I like the one though here that presents with a bit of value in Vivian. So um, she was caught wide on debut in the Blue Diamond preview uh, at Caulfield, and then she got tipped out. But she came back in great order at Flemington and just found one better in Argentia. The uh, that's the Frankel filly that yeah, went up the straight there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I reckon uh, looks, she looks to be really smart. So her run rated really well for a two-year-old race. And I'm expecting to see her be pretty competitive in spring, um, yeah, make okay. an appearance there. So uh, I think that form stacks up pretty well for Vivian. So I'm looking for Lane to find some cover from nine. That shoot starts one turn, no issues. There's no knock on the fave Jigsaw, who's got some great form lines from last prep. Um, around Artorias and General Bow, but just, you know, tomato sauce about that's just a bit bit short for me. Mate, I've actually got a knock on Jigsaw. My, my knock on Jigsaw is that he rides that uh, little squeaky bike and wears that mask in the Saw movies. <laughs> so <bad. laughs> you can't win on that, sorry. <laughs> that oh, mate. Moving on. Anyway, Vivian, 650, top sport. Moving on to race three, which is a three-year-old handicap over the 1,000. Salty, you've got 
not quite a full unit, but some of a unit. Yeah, 70% of a unit here on Zooshine. Now, this race has speed on top of speed on top of speed, and I'm looking for something to slot in just behind. Be close enough to be in touch, but have enough saved up for the finish. So a horse like Malkovich, if, if he's drawn wide, but if you lead him, you're a demon. Essel Arocca goes like the clappers, but when she's been pressured, she's folded as well. So... I think Zoo Shine can just slot in behind from barrier three. Jump outs have been decent enough. Has some fresh form. Is one from one at Caulfield and, and in very light here with the with the claim. So I think that could tell in the last hundred meters here given how fast they're gonna go. So I'll have 0.7 of the unit on Zoo Shine. Yeah, ten dollars and two ninety the place. I remember <laughs> I remember this girl when she started racing in Adelaide, I reckon. And she like the greenest idiot yeah, I've ever seen. Idiot. But had a serious motor. Yeah, put it together last prep. Had yeah. a couple of good wins back to back. There you go. Bit of horsographic stuff for you. Yeah. Um race four salts. Do you have something there for us? Or? Oh, I'm just gonna look at the pattern first because I'm looking at one here that's going to need to swoop and it's going to chew up a wet 1600. That's Petruccio, and I think he's a proper racehorse. The return at Flemington was sensational off a long break. Just need to see them make ground. So don't back him yet. We'll have a look and, and pull the trigger late. Yeah, I've also been eyeing off, I was talking before the show, Chief Outney's down yeah. to nominated for that race, but I think uh, he's 38th emergency. Yeah, I think I was going to say 95th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty keen to butter up because I, I live out um, near near race course and I actually, um, I went to the gym the other night and drove past the race course and I saw Chief out and he was still in traffic <laughs> on, on, in He's the straight. The so <laughs> I'm pretty keen for uh, the Chief to get out and uh, and get a collect on him because he was my former two units. But, yeah, nice. Uh, race five, Salts is a three-year-old handicap over the 1440. I am really keen to back one each way here, one unit each way, and, and just save on the place. And that's Imperial Hilton. Now, he's back in superb order. Very good win fresh, and then an outstanding win last start. Had the pattern somewhat on side, but he won running away very soft on him the last 50 meters. He's going to chomp up 1,400 meters. And he's a Patrick Payne nag that can actually hold a spot, mate. You wouldn't read about it. They're usually dead last. So he's got some tactical speed. And I think he's a very smart horse. And if he misses a place, oh, fair income, something's gone wrong because I reckon he's a good nag. Now, the favorite here, I'm Thunderstruck. He's very, very smart. Dominant winner, fresh, rated highly. One less run, somewhat of a negative if they do um, run at a good clip. He can also be quite slow away. So how many lengths can he give an airborne fit horse? Yeah. I just think the price is too nice for us for Imperial Hilton to not back him each way. Yeah, and Imperial Hilton at the moment's at what six fifty and two bucks. So uh, I haven't seen that play from you too often, Salts. The one unit, one unit each way. You're not a big place, dude. Not heaps, but you know when I think a horse is going to win and I can save my stake on it placing like i'm getting more to save my stake backing him to place yeah than the favorite to win it's good yeah so it's, yeah i just think i'll save yeah. yeah it's a good it's a nice strategy Next uh day. race six is a phillies and mares race it's a benchmark 84 over the 1100 yeah there's one here ladies of london oh, for oh no isn't that birmingham oi? anyway it's um with Lindsay smith it's over from wa now no trials or jump outs to the guy but this is a good fresh horse it's got outstanding WA forms. Last run, it was runner-up to Clairvoyance. And it's won some some sprint races over there that have rated highly. I think 1,100 metres is a good kicking point. Handles any ground, does like the soft. And 
I think it's like 11 bucks. So I'm happy to have 0.8 of a unit on that and, and get a result because I actually think it's been quite undervalued in the early markets. Yeah, nice. There's a, there's one of my old money munches coming in there. Absolute flirt as well, first up. That's taken a bit of bit of the end foot purse. I'll yeah. give you the red it did. tip. It got its overdue win last prep, absolute first. Yeah. Absolute flirt if I just go off my horse. Do you I was on it? <laughs> Probably not. Down the straight at Flemington, I think that was. <laughs> yeah, I do call that. Yeah. Uh, race seven, Salts, you're assessing one here as well. Yeah, interested in Bedford. He loves Caulfield. He loves it fourth up. I just want to see they can make ground because he does lack early toe. But, geez, he's run behind no effort last start at Sandown against a significant bias, was an absolute stormer. So I think he's ready to win. But don't want to tuck in until I can see that they can make ground out wide. You well, like one as Yeah, I do. And it and it flows in nicely to what you said. So you won't have to worry about this guy making too much ground because he'll, he'll park on speed. And that's fifth position. So... At around the four dollars twenty quote, uh, twenty quote. So, uh, from the price in Kent Junior Yard, uh, imported. So third up here in Australia. Looked uh, the run at Warnable two back. So the first up run in Oz looked just a bit of a black booker. So uh, wide sustained a run, finished off well over the seventeen hundred. Then stepped up to two thousand at Flemington, and that was the race that was won by Luna Flair. Then Mickey D sort of cut 85 corners in the straight yeah. and somehow pulled that out. I think Real I was, on, Ma- course, I was on the Maserati, I think, that race, actually, from memory. <laughs> <laughs> um, he gets a three-kilo weight swing on Luna Flair from that run um, and sticks at 2,000 metres, third up, and think has far more uh, upside to give here in Oz. So I'm pretty keen on on this guy at the $4.20 quote. Fair dart, mate. Mm. Can't argue. Uh, race eight salts is a benchmark 84 over the 1440 and you've got a three-quarter of a unit bet i do actually and it's skid or and i think he's not a bad roughy he can pull out a run fresh now his fresh run last prep was at 1200 meters returning gelden and the margin was very unfair had a lot to give i think the 1440 suits first up he is here of just one soft trial where he led and, and jogged around time nothing flash but Moved well, potentially need the run, but I think there's enough in the price here to nibble him, and I think he's not a bad horse and, and enough under the bonnet to spec him. Skidor. Yeah, nice, mate. And Skidor on top sport, you're looking at $16 and $4.60 to place, so some represents some pretty nice value there. Yep. There's an interesting runner who's the favourite here at $2.90. It's Lindsay Smith's corner pocket salts. Just flat out refuses to lose it's this a thing. full-on winner, mate. Yeah. Isn't it like five or six in a row? Five yeah. in a row. Yeah, five in a row. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's scary when you look at the form guide and they're all ones. Yeah, it's an absolute I, I'd, picket fence. I looked into this horse and I was actually trying to find him because he's just a winner. Mm. And if he wins, I'll be like, you... Idiot. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes the he's obvious, just been—he's been—he's ex- accepted and scratched in a few races, maybe three races since his last win. Mm. Four weeks between runs, he had a very very soft jump out between runs. Not not much of a guide, but for a fit horse, I, I sort of was just like expecting to see for a quality fit horse. I just expected to see a little bit more. Um, yeah, just. Those scratchings and gaps between runs, I, I, I didn't end up finding him, but he's a bloody winner and he, he might make me look like a fool. <laughs> There's actually another horse in this race, and I don't want to talk about a benchmark 84 for 50 minutes, but uh, <laughs> there's one here, Salts, that you've got a uh, some fond memories of from a couple of weeks ago, the Callahad. 
Yeah, well... And we talk about the... I'm just thinking, putting that in there as, you know, Zara spoke about, could it be a lead and win type track? And you've got Callahad there, uh, 23 bucks. Did did you think about buttering up again and considering nah, the horse owes you nothing? Nah, not really, mate. I don't, I'm not... I'm not really... I don't really buy into that it owes me nothing. Like I'm emotionally it, invested yeah, in horse I don't racing. buy into it owes me nothing because yep. this is a new bet. Yep. All right, so I want to try and find the winner, not mm-hmm. not what owes me nothing. I think that pattern was just so, so significant last mm. start that it's it's hard to get a guide. Yep. Yep. Hey, let's head up to Eagle Farm now, Salts. We've, got some, we've obviously got Group 1 racing up there and a few tips uh, on the card as well. How's, how's the track looking at Eagle Farm for the weekend? I, I think it's almost certain to play middle to outside, and I think it's going to be rails in run at your peril. So middle to outside gates for me, no negative, and major positive if those middle to outside gates have drawn in form smart jockeys. Yeah, nice. Hey, we're going to head to race four, which is uh, the listed gold crown for the girls over the 2147. And you've got a tip here. I love these distances. <laughs> They're coming up heaps, aren't they? I it's know. extraordinary. If you can go this is a group three over 2147 or listed or whatever. Yeah. If you can go and measure that distance, surely you can put the gate at 50. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just don't get it's it. It's a weird ass setup. Yeah. Anyway, mate, you got a tip for us there. I do. Firstly, I think, so I'm not backing Polly Gray. I think at her best, she wins. There is going to be a little bit of rain. Mm. Eagle Farm is an absolute super soccer. It gets sopper. It gets 900 mils and it's a good three. <laughs> but one. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it will have a little bit of give. At her best, she wins, but she came back to 1600 meters last start. So, you know, that was against her, but I just feel she was quite weak. And I'm, I'm wondering if that was maybe an end of prep run. She's been up for a long time, like a long ages. time. Yeah. So yep. I think she's just too short given those question marks. There's one here, Zaydani. Now, I've been trying to catch her for a little while. Haven't you? Yeah, I, I dare <laughs> say this is the race they've picked out to target after her black type placing in Adelaide. She won last start, didn't she? Yeah, that? on the Goldie. Yeah. yeah. So she was flying prior to coming up or prior to that run in Adelaide. Should have won at Flemington. Mm. She went to the Gold Coast, as you mentioned, for a tick over run and she was held up and then really savaged the line. Proper good late splits. So 2,000 meters, yes and please, all surfaces. And from seven, Kira McAvoy can find the better part of the track and I think she's a good bet, Zaydani. Nice. And you're getting $5.50 for Zaydani. Giddy up. <laughs> uh, hey, let's um, let's preview the, the group one, the Tats Tiara for the Phillies and Mares Salts. Uh, up there at the farm that's uh that's run over the 1400 and uh you like something in in the group one i do one of my girls odium 16 bucks in a thousand guineas toot, toot. <laughs> so she was gutsy as all hell here off a freshen after missing the start at her start prior um a couple of months before in sydney now she was wide throughout last start was the better part of the track got swooped on by brooklyn hustle but she Cover ground without cover and just kept coming. It was a very, very good run considering this is the one that they really have in mind. Yep. Needs luck again, but if she can find some cover, McDonald's sticks and she's going to find the better going from this gate. I think she's a super, super classy filly and um, I'm happy to back her. I will have a full unit on her. Yeah, okay. And she's, yep. she's at $5.50. Uh, there's... 
two girls that I'm going to play at here in the Group 1 Salts that represent a bit of value. Uh, the first horse is Nudge. So this is just a, a horse in form since getting a, a bit of a sea change. and Since I dropped off. Yeah, since <laughs> I've actually caught her the last couple of starts, which nice. is un, unreal. Um, so she's been constantly in the finish, though, this prep, and I think she deservedly gets a shot at Group 1 level and can match up to them here. Her win in the Sapphire last start was an absolute stormer flashing late. So um, I'm, I'm pretty happy to uh, play Nudge at $12.00. And there's another runner that brings a different form line here, and that's Coventina Bay. So uh, this is a New Zealand uh, New Zealand mare that comes over. So the form two back for her at Group 1 level in New Zealand is very good. Ran second to Avantage, who's an absolute champion over the ditch. Um, the Dutch. I, the Dutch. <laughs> the Dutch. <laughs> I actually spec'd uh, Coventina Bay last start in the Dane Ripper, and she ran on really well in inferior ground. That was the race, I think, won by Brooklyn Hustle. Yeah. Yep. Right out wide. They were fanning. And she was in the inferior ground. And she had a really nice pipe cleaner there. Um, so I think uh, I think Coventina Bay at $23 is uh, a pretty good play. And drawn 11 this time. So is going to get that, yep. that better part of the track salts. You love New Zealand eggs, oh, don't no. you? You're obsessed with them. Yeah, I know. My Trent the males hasn't come in the last couple of weeks, has it? <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll see if that stands up. I might even... If this if this is no good, I'm going to... I'll make a call now. I'm just going to jump off the New Zealand train. Oh, really? Yeah. Big call. I'm going to give it up. Big call. I'm going to give it up. I'm going to go... Sp- Go hook into Tassie Racing. <laughs> 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 and uh, race nine, Salts is the uh, Group 3 Healy Stakes over the 1,200. You've got a bet here. Yeah, this is named after me when I go shopping. Baller. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I go to the Terrelgan Centre Square and I just spend up. Now, he's another one. Again, he's drawn wide, but he maps to find the fast lane, and he's absolutely airborne. Excellent win on the Gold Coast inside against the bias. The inside was quicksand, and he still won. Then even better last start. The handicappers found him now, but I just don't care. I think he's the best horse. He's in the best form. He's got the best informed jockey booked. He's mapped to find a lot fast lane. I'm going to cut you off, Salts. He's been scratched. Oh, you're joking. (laughs) Oh, you're joking. No. I'm not even kidding. Do you want it? (laughs) They heard me say that. Because I was going to say, this guy's been winning for Glenn Boss. (laughs) I could win on him. (laughs) That's the He's been scratched. You're kidding. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Maybe don't back him. I wonder why they've scratched him. I reckon that maybe the prize money wasn't enough. Yeah. It happens a bit with my tips. The prize money's not good enough. Maybe just hook into exhilarates at the 10 bucks. (laughs) Death taxes and exhilarates in the last. That's uh, an absolute... Last leg of the court yeah, specialist. I think I might give that one a spell now. Yeah. <laughs> good segment, that. <laughs> All right. It's too good. Anyway, that rounds out our salt specs for the show. <laughs> That's so good. Hey, mate, we're going to move into two units, our best part of the show, and it's the four-unit special. It is. When two units combine, what's two times two? Four. Good. You thought about that. <laughs> yeah. was it, was thinking you thought I was going to window well, you, you got again. me on a window yeah, last I, I time. I windowed you so good. Yeah, but I then I noticed you had times instead of plus because yeah, I'm a yeah. mathematician. That's good, mate. Yeah. Um, I always go first, Salts, because we've lobbed with the same two units bet, bet this week. 
And you're an actual, like, pretty good form analyst. Well, I'll say something, and if you want to add something, nah, yeah. bloody come in. Nah, you go for it, mate. All Take right. it away. Take away the four units. Salts and footy's best bet of the weekend. Four units special. Engage. <laughs> <laughs> Caulfield, race nine. The Gouch is our best of the weekend, footy and I. Had the run fresh, returning gelded off some super jump outs. But it's not easy winning straight to 1,200 metres, and he beat one that was hard fit there that he races again. Now, he's a good second-up horse. He's proven second-up. He's a month between runs, but hello, he's in the Mariusa stable. Space runs, who cares? Mm -hmm. Second-up last prep, he put an absolute hole in Zipping Boy, Mm -hmm. who was turned out to be furnished into a very nice horse. That was on a soft seven over 1,200 metres. Tick. Stays at 1,200 here again. And that was a big career peak. Anything near that run spanks these, mm-hmm. okay? But if he just improves half a length, a length off his first up run, he will win this race. He maps for another gun run off the fence here, but on pace, mm. all right? So he's not going to get too far. So any sort of pattern he can negate, you know, he's going to be off the fence, but he's going to be forward enough to have that advantage. And... He loves some giving the ground. Oh, I think he's a great bet, the couch. And, and our man, Matty Cartwright's got a great relationship. Yeah, well, you give him an absolute pearl a last yeah, start, didn't him. he? So, yep. yep, he deserves to stick. So Absolutely. that is the gouch. That's our four-unit special, our best bet. And the gouch is at about $3.30 at the moment, so it's... Yeah, it's, it's significantly better than bank interest. <laughs> I, can, I, I can attest to that. <laughs> it's, so good. it's better than raise interest as well. <laughs> I lost money on that. Oh, yeah, I've still got a raise account. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's in there. I think it's, yeah, it's the raise financial crisis. <laughs> the RFC got me. Um, hey, mate, that rounds out our two units, four units special. Uh, yep. We're just going, we're not even going values. We got enough value in the spec segment to, oh, today. So, find one back it and, and, yeah. and she gets up. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's the, uh, that's the two units episode 18. Yeah, I told you I'm waiting for episode 24. <laughs> we'll come back to Salts in six weeks. Seven. Um, Time fly. I can't believe it's actually been 18 weeks. Yeah, I know. That's, on, that's it's, decent. It's true. It's, uh, yeah. it's, I can't believe we we can actually edit the show if we say stuff wrong. Yeah. So I can believe that we haven't been kicked off air, but I can't believe I actually haven't said anything that gets me kicked off air that you've had to edit out. It's a good it's a good point. Pro- very pro- if anyone's listening, very professional operator the Sultan. And I'm 100% leaving the uh baller specs in, oh, the, in the show yeah. because you've given that one of the all time this is a moral. I oh, know. I was about to have nine units on it. He's, 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 in, he's in the paddy. <laughs> Been turned out. Put him into Darwin. All right, Uh, that's uh, that's episode eighteen. Good luck, listeners, this week. uh, If you're having a punt, as always, gamble responsibly. We'll be back next week for episode nineteen. Thanks for joining us. I can taste the bubbles. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Two Units Podcast. Before you send us packing for another week, please ensure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or hit the follow button on Spotify so you never miss a tip. While you're at it, please feel free to leave us a five-star review. And as always, please gamble responsibly.